welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings, we want to say hi to all our viewers out there on the Voice of Healing Media Centers, whether you're on radio, television, or even our media centers. Um, worldwide, you know, God is doing something. I'm here again at the Reawakening Conference in, in uh, San Marcos, California, and just talking to different speakers that have, you know, releasing just so many different facets of what people are asking about. I have another man here with me, uh, Dr. Brian uh, uh, Artis, and you know, he really is knowledgeable on a lot of the things that are going on with protocol within the hospital, what's going on with the COVID. Uh, doctor, it's good to have you on the show. Um, I, I can't even tell you how many of our people listen and want to know, like, what's going on with this whole vaccination thing, the Omicron. Um, uh, we actually work with Dr. Peter McCollin and, and just a, a wealth of information he is for people. And really, you know, I noticed that as people are finding out more and more, one, we're seeing something that is completely diabolical at this point. And two, people are waking up to say, hey, I, I, need, to, I need to be as informed as much as possible because of my family, because of my loved ones, I need to stand up and say something. Yeah, very good. Well, I appreciate you having me on your show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love that you brought up Dr. Peter McCullough. I was actually uh, just with him. Him and I were in Pennsylvania this last weekend mm -hmm. uh, testifying before senators and state reps in their state capitol building. Uh, then we were supposed to be at Penn State speaking, but yeah. Penn State didn't allow us on their campus, so we had to move the event to really? a golf course off-site. Off freedom of speech, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. These universities uh, didn't want us on there preaching truth, speaking truth. So hey, Peter, Peter McCullough is a great resource. I do want to talk on a few things because uh, your audience needs to know this. Sure. There's also an incredible human being, researcher and scientist out of, the, out of MIT. Her name mm -hmm. is Dr. Stephanie Seneff, and she just published a paper at the end of January of 2022 confirming her concerns that the mRNA shots of Pfizer and Moderna Mm -hmm. That these shots, as I mentioned before we started recording, she's been able to document and prove that there's evidence that the mRNA shots itself destroys what's called type 1 interferon. Mm -hmm. Now, for the audience, interferons, if you damage type 1 interferon, it actually downstream in your body, mm -hmm. in your immune system's responses to things. It wow. destroys the ability of your body to make what's called tumor necrotic factor. Tumor necrotic factor actually are the cells in your body and the enzymes that yeah. kill cancer cells. Wow. So wow. when you destroy type 1 interferon, mm -hmm. you can't make TNF called tumor necrotic factor. Yeah. And we are seeing explosive amounts of metastatic cancers 
tumor mm. growth of cancers that were in recess or remission for years yeah. after these shots. They also know if you actually damage type 1 interferon with these mRNA shots, which is Pfizer and Moderna, it destroys also downstream what are called toll-like receptors. And these keep in check disease processes, inflammation, cancers also. So yeah. we're And your ability to make T-cells, which help fight all viruses and bacteria in the future. Yeah. So we know, even Dr. Peter McCullough has talked about this a lot, that it's these shots, one shot after another, continue to destroy your body's bone marrow's ability to make antibodies for the future, which are called white blood cells, yep. T cells, CD4 cells, CD8 cells. So we are very concerned that these shots over time will make us more prone to disease and infections and speed up the process of death from cancers. Then also, we already know the shots cause blood clotting disorders, myocarditis, which me and Peter McCullough have covered many, many times. Athletes are dying in numbers we've never seen. Pilots are dying more than we've ever seen before in history ever since these vaccines have been rolled out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the numbers are, are beginning to, to be in, really to be ridiculously overboard. I mean, I know that in previous vaccinations that were released, you know, 10, 20 people died. They stopped it right there. Now we're, we're we are seeing way more than that. One, number two, we don't even really know how bad right now some of this stuff is. The cancer's that are exploding right now, uh, different types of sicknesses, diseases, AIDS, all these things are playing a part. This vaccination is playing a part in all of this, right? Yep. And and what are what are people, what, what is your advice when you talk to somebody, they come up, well, I, I'm, you know, should I vaccinate my kid? Should I, you know, California is going to start uh, calling for vaccinations, I think, from what is it, four up or some some ridiculous number? Yep. Um, Five-year-olds. Yeah. What's, what's, your, what's your advice to those parents? All right. So, number one, I just want everybody to know, children are not at risk for respiratory viral infections of any kind, included COVID-19, if you want to call it that. I actually don't even think it's a respiratory virus. Yeah. I think it's a bioweapon. They've been using it. That's what everybody else is coming here saying the same all. thing. So... If you look at the statistics, I actually believe everyone should have information to be able to make an informed decision. Sure. Not just off of fear-mongering that you're getting in the media, not yeah. because your mom or dad said to or your teacher said you should or whatever. You should really look into this stuff. Yeah. They're wanting to inject something into your body that has never had long-term study done ever in the history, ever. Mm -hmm. So I would always want to make sure I had correct data. But if so, you want to look at real data, just go to the CDC. There you go. Which hardly anybody trusts. <laughs> but go to cdc.gov and yeah. look up the COVID data tracker on cdc.gov. For any yeah. one of you parents, teachers, or grandparents, or clergy, maybe, mm. that yeah. families love you and respect you and want guidance from you, go look at the cdc.gov's website yeah. and look at the COVID data tracker and look up ages, races, and ethnicities that are affected by COVID. Mm. Look at the hospitalization rates and deaths. Yeah. And when you look at those bar graphs, you should know immediately there is no reason on the planet you should vaccinate any child younger than 18 years old. Yeah. You actually shouldn't vaccinate anybody under the age of 50. Yeah. 90% of everybody who ends up in hospitals or ends up dying from supposedly COVID-19. Look yeah. at the CDC's data. data. It's those 50 years old and older. Mm -hmm. So... There is zero risk for these people. Look at the country of Sweden yeah. as an example. It's the only country in the world that had zero lockdowns. 
yeah. zero mandates the whole time of COVID-19. They mm-hmm. never made children wear masks in school. They didn't yeah. make their teachers wear masks for school. They never even shut down the schools. Mm-hmm. They had the least deaths in any country worldwide with COVID-19. Amazing. They did. And yeah. just so you guys know, if you're curious that children are at risk for dying of COVID-19, which is probably the reason why parents would think they need to give their kids the vaccine because there's a risk of this thing killing my kid. Yeah. Right? This is what I hope parents are thinking they're giving the shots for sure. to protect them. If death is your ultimate worry, for the ages 0 to 4 and 4 to 11, let's mm-hmm. just pick that age range. There's 46 million kids in America in that age range. Mm-hmm. I said 46 million. Do you know how many have died from COVID in that age range? No. 294. Wow. Total. Yeah. And they all died in the hospital. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Terrible. So I just want you to know, the risk is very, very small. It's point zero zero six zeros with a six. Point wow. six zeros with a six is yeah. the risk factor for being hospitalized or dying if you're a child of any age, zero to 18 in this country. They got a better risk of getting hit with, with lightning probably. It already has proven more kids die from bicycle crashes every yeah. year than they do from COVID-19. Wow. Every year. Lightning strikes, car wrecks. <laughs> You're way more likely in the flu yeah. than COVID-19. Yeah, and I mean, the, the numbers are so fudged. I remember when the CDC backed off of their numbers and the WHO, because remember they were saying all these people, 90% of them, were it was they were dying from COVID, and then they backed off. I think it was like 97, 98% of those people said it was other complications or other things. I seen a guy go into the hospital. He's 65 years old, sugar diabetes, he weighed about 425 pounds. He was only like five foot five. And I said, boy, if anybody's going to die, it's going to be this guy. But guess what? He was out in like seven days. So I, I, at that point, I began to realize something else is going on. And we really need to wake up to what that is, right? And I mean, it's, 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 at this point, it's, it's just scary what's going on. Yeah, at the end of 2020, the CDC, which I just said you should trust their own data, go look at it. The CDC is the one that said at the end of 2020, 96% of all people who died from, may not have just died from COVID. They had comorbidities. There was only 6%, they said, that they could yeah. contribute that they died from COVID alone. They exactly. weren't even sure why the rest of them died. I'm like, 96% of them? Yeah. You're not sure if it was just because they had other diseases like heart disease, diabetes, obesity, sure. cancers. It's yeah. just ridiculous. And the CDC from the beginning, in March of 2020, March of 2020 started telling every hospital that when you test a patient for the flu, March of 2020, if you test a patient for the flu and it comes back positive, Mm. test them for pneumonia. If it comes back negative, do a PCR test. If that comes back negative, look at their intake form and see what city they live in. And if you, as the doctor, are aware that in the media, you've heard reports that there's positive COVID-19 cases in the city the patient lives in, yeah. even if they only tested positive for the flu, you can call it a positive COVID-19 case and we'll give you 20% extra money yeah. over the flu diagnosis. No, they've this, been lying the whole time. They, no, they, they've been buying buying off the hospitals. I mean, I, I you're, you're in an area, I'm a, I'm a minister and this stuff ticks me off. I mean, it's, this is bad. It should. Uh, uh, what they've done and, and what they've done to people, what they've done to families. I mean, uh, I hope that these people are held accountable because Fauci, I, I, I think this man is so irresponsible in what he's done. I, I, he should be in jail. 
and I, I know uh, there, there's politicians that are pushing for him, but but this guy is he, he needs to spend the rest of his life there. Because I agree. It, it, what he's done is 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 ridiculous. So, Brian, let me let me ask you this: um, as as you've been watching this whole thing, how how long did it take? To, I mean, when did you start waking up? When did you start saying, you know what? Because I talk to a, I, I have you know I, I get to talk to a lot of doctors, and and they get this attitude like, who are you? You're not you're not you're not, a, you're not I, I said hey, I'm an engineer. I, I I qualify a little bit at least, right? You know I know how to use my brain, but um, how, what woke you up? When did you begin to realize hey? Or do you think these guys are just turning their head because of a dollar coming in and, and they and the medical you know the hospitals telling them look the other way because we have nurses that work in the ERs that know the numbers and they've been told you're not allowed to talk to your family they've had to come to me to, to for, for repentance right to say this is this this is bad like 95% of the people in our ERs are injected people we're watching little kids die that have been injected, right? And it's not. It, I, I want this to get out. I want this news to get out. So I've been in the media. Great question. I've been in the media since the middle of May of 2020. So May 14th or May 15th, I was actually at home, and I got an alert on my phone, and the alert said, this is in the beginning of the mm. pandemic, May of 2020. Wow. It said, today is a record-setting day. We had more people die in America in one day than any other country worldwide from COVID-19. And do you know what my thought was when I looked at that on the phone? That's all right. How in the world is it possible that the great United States of America and its incredibly proud healthcare system is failing mm. its citizens more than any other country in this worldwide pandemic? Seriously, yeah. Minister Michael. Yeah. Seriously? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking there's a virus spreading around the whole world and you've got villages in Brazil. You've got have you ever been to India or seen India? Yeah. You got people packed on top of each other. Sure. They're Crazy. pooping on the street, peeing outside. They're yeah. crowd. There's billions of people. There's not billions of people here in America. Yeah. How is it possible that this virus went from China all the way through Southeast Asia, came to New York, went through Italy, went through France, and we, America, yeah. we were failing our citizens in the pandemic worse than any other country. To mm. me, it didn't make any sense, and I wanted to know what in the world is America doing that no one else is doing? Because we were, we were sucking worse than the rest of them. Yeah. Now, just so you know, we still suck at taking care of our, our citizens worse than any other country in the world. There's no other country that even has a million dead citizens being treated for COVID-19. Yeah. We're the only one. Brazil's the second highest with 630,000. How is it possible we have killed more than anybody else? or sure. failed at treating and healing patients from this virus. Exactly. What is everybody else doing better than we are? Oh, we also have twice as many cases than the next highest country. We have 50 million positive cases. India's only got 27 million. Yeah. How is it possible we have the most sick people and the most that have died from COVID-19? Yeah, I'll tell you why. In May of 2020, I realized why. Mm. May of 2020, I was reading Anthony Fauci's hospital protocol that he selected for mm -hmm. COVID-19 patients. Because when I got the alert on my phone, I was like, how are more people dying in America than anywhere else? Mm. In May of 2020, the only place they'd been talking about COVID in America was in New York City. You remember? March and April of 2020. The epicenter was yeah. New York City. 
And then they had all these press conferences in March and April of 2020 asking the doctors, what's happening? What are you sure. seeing with these patients? You're filling up semi-trucks with bodies out here. What's going on? And this yeah. is what they all said. For two months, this is what every single doctor said in New York. We've never seen a respiratory virus do this before. From the time we start treating this respiratory lung disease, the virus goes from the lungs and starts attacking the kidneys. We have never seen such severe acute kidney failure from the virus attacking the kidneys like this. So in America, we are pleading, we don't have enough ventilators here to help people breathe with COVID, but we don't have enough dialysis machines to handle the acute kidney failure. Now this is what happened to me. This is when I realized the setup. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that the Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. I'm watching these interviews. I'm getting an alert that more people are dying in New York, in America, than any other country. And I wanted to know, what are they doing to them? So I just went on the NIH's website, and Anthony Fauci had a one-page memo that he put out May 1st, 2020. And it said, all Americans can only use one drug and one drug only to treat COVID-19 patients in hospitals. Mm. This drug is an experimental antiviral called remdesivir. Yeah. Then he said... This one drug, remdesivir, was proven safe and effective against the Ebola virus in Africa last year. This is what he said. And then he said it was proven safe and effective against COVID-19 in a small study done just a few months earlier Mm. by the company that makes this drug. And he actually had two hyperlinks to those studies. So I just read them. I just clicked the link and I was like, man, I've never heard of this non-FDA approved drug. I'd like to learn what he knows. So I went and read the study, the Ebola trial study. Mm -hmm. This is when I knew and I was awakened to the fact he was lying, okay? Mm -hmm. In the one-year trial in Africa using remdesivir, halfway through the study, this study is still on the New England Journal of Medicine, by the way, on August of 2019, halfway through this one-year study, Mm -hmm. the safety board for the study pulled remdesivir from the study because it killed over 50% of the people in Africa that got the drug. And it was the only drug of the four in the experimental trial that killed over 50%. Wow. And then I read who funded the study. Guess who it was? Bill Gates. Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci, wow. So his department called the NIAID at the NIH was the only funder for this Ebola trial, which means Anthony Fauci would have been handed in August of 2019, the results of this trial halfway wow. through it. And he would have saw that remdesivir was the only one that had a 53% death rate. Wow. The other three drugs performed better and more people lived. Wow. This study published December 2019. The very next month, Anthony Fauci and the NIH gave Gilead, who makes remdesivir, the chance to do a three-month study on COVID-19 patients. And mm. they were allowed to give remdesivir for 10 days to 53 COVID-19 PCR-tested people. Wow. And their results were this. So number one, from the first study in Ebola, I realized right right away that Anthony Fauci was a liar. What was the lie from the first study? He said it was proven safe and effective against Ebola virus. Mm. No, it wasn't. The board, the safety board for the study said it was the least effective and the most dangerous. Yet Anthony Fauci said the Ebola study, it was proven to be the safest and most effective. No, it wasn't. Mm. So he was lying. That was the only lie I knew. The second study Mm. is on New England Journal of Medicine still. 
Gilead gave 10 days of remdesivir to 53 COVID-19 patients, and this is what they published. Their findings and conclusions were 31% of everyone they gave that drug to between day 5 and 10 of treatment developed multiple organ failure, wow. acute kidney failure, wow. septic shock, and hypotension. Two people had to be taken off the drug early because their kidneys died and had to have kidney transplants. Wow. Then I realized why the doctors in New York were saying we've never seen acute kidney failure like this. It wasn't because wow. of the virus. They had no idea the only drug they were allowed to use that they've never used before because it was never FDA approved before yeah. was causing the acute kidney failure. And this, Mike, is why I went into the media right away to let everybody know the hospital protocols are being set up to mass murder Americans. And then he's yeah. going to tell you all. I could just foresee into the future he was going to kill a whole bunch of innocent Americans in hospitals. They were going to say in the media they died from the virus when, yeah. in fact, they didn't. Yeah. And then he was going to sell them on a vaccine in the future that Anthony Fauci owns. Wow. He owns a part of the patent of the Moderna vaccine. Evil. So does the NIH. How is it possible the NIH can be promoting a fix for the pandemic, this vaccine, yeah. Yeah. and they wow. own it? How can they do that? Yeah. I call this a, uh, what do we call it? Corrupt. Yeah. A conflict of interest, maybe, you think? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's just... So that's when I woke up, and I've been blasting out stuff ever since, and it's caught the world's attention that did, these hospital protocols were set up to murder people. Did Has has other uh, doctors come alongside you and yes. said, you know, you know, what Brian's telling us is, is fact. Yep. We need, we need to, you know, get together and hold these people accountable. Yeah, so this is uh, very true. So for three months straight, I was just in the media doing my own interviews and getting the information out. Mm -hmm. And then Dr. Rainier Fulmick, he's an attorney out of Germany. He started a foundation called the German Corona Foundation Committee. Wow. They have put together a group. They have 1,000 international lawyers, 10,000 medical doctors and scientists. They are now, they just completed a five-day grand jury for the world. I was asked to kick off the medical malpractice side of grand jury day number three. They are now using the International Criminal Court to sue Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK, the MHRA, which is the FDA of the UK, and Mm. this nice organization they've been subletting guidelines to to kill innocent UK people. We have been a part of signed on expert witnesses, me, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Richard Urso, and Dr. Pierre Corey out of Wisconsin. We are a part of a group of doctors providing expert testimony to help stop this crime and murder of innocent people around the world. So is these the same, isn't that the same organization that was part of like the Nuremberg trials? Yes. And they, there, there's Nuremberg 2.0 that started in Poland. Okay. And Dr. Rainier Fulmick is a part of leading that entire legislation. Yeah, I heard the litigation. name. I, I was just trying to put two and two together. So there is a worldwide movement right now where where lawyers, judges, doctors are coming together saying this isn't a joke anymore. This is really coming. This is going to happen. And so the really these guys they got to be looking for a place to hide at this per, per, oh, point. There was two lawsuits filed against Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of of uh, England, mm-hmm. in January. I'm actually listed and signed on as an expert witness to testify against him in court. Mm-hmm. for mass murder of innocent UK people. Mm-hmm. It's me, a whole bunch of us, there's four of us actually from America. I'm signed on to that. 
Boris Johnson got two days before he went before the parliament and dropped all mandates related to COVID for England. It was because of two lawsuits that ended up on his desk two days before and the day before by the International Criminal Court. And I'm signed on on both of those. He drops the mandates the third day, like three days in a row, two days of things landing on his desk that he's legally going to be bound to and found guilty of. He goes before the parliament on day three and goes, we're dropping all the mandates. Since then, there have been 11 other countries that have dropped all COVID-19 mandates, which is fabulous. So everybody reaches out to me and goes, Dr. Harsh, do you think we're winning? Do you think this is going to happen in the U.S.? The United States of America will be dead last to admit that they have committed crimes against all of our citizens and worldwide. Well, well, those, and they all should be prosecuted, by the way. Well, I mean, if they, if they prosecute him, the trail has got to go back, and we'll go back to Fauci and back to the U.S. government. Yep, it sure will. Do, do you believe that there's people within our government that be held accountable? Absolutely. You want me to tell you what yeah, they yeah. are? Sure. I believe Anthony Fauci will be held liable and prosecuted. Mm-hmm. Walensky at the CDC. Chiquita Brooks Lesur, who is the head administrator of Medicare's Medicaid and Medicaid Services, the mm-hmm. CMS. Francis Collins, who's Anthony Fauci's boss at the NIH. Mm. Joe Biden, our United States president. Well, I hope. And Donald Trump. They all should be held liable and prosecuted. So so you, you feel, I mean, do you feel that it, it goes all the way up into the top level of the presidency of the United States? Yes, I do. That Well, obviously, I mean, Trump would have had to, he, he was the guy that pushed it forward. If it There's wasn't for his Operation Warp Speed. Yeah. He's the one that accelerated all of it. You know, what's what's crazy to me is like everything that we're seeing right now, that, that's, it, it's almost like I, I interviewed uh, Michael, uh, Mike Willis, right, on, on Plandemic. Mickey Willis. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry, Mickey. That's fine. I, I knew I was saying it wrong. But when I, when I interviewed Mickey, we were talking about it, and he was telling me how the whole thing set up before how that, that people came to him and told him what was getting ready to happen as a, a diversion from what was going on with uh, um, Epstein and those people because that garbage was so high up there. They, they wanted to throw the ball off. And the crazy thing was is that when I seen Ukraine come up, I said, this got to be another diversion. This is a whole diversion. Y'all, yeah. y'all should be careful because don't pay uh-huh. attention to the Russia-Ukraine thing. I'm not kidding. Uh- I've told everybody from the beginning, this is a false flag for you to look at. Stop Mm. looking. Pay attention because last week, did you see what they did last week Mm. in the Washington, D.C.? They actually bought on stage and filmed last Tuesday night. Mm. The CDC's director, Walensky, was on stage along with the Department of Health and Human Services secretary that oversees the FDA, CDC, and NIH. He's there. You never see him in public. The White House chief... COVID advisor was there and Anthony Fauci of the NIH. They're all four on stage sitting at a desk. Wow. And they're talking about the COVID playbook they're just about to finalize and disclose. The HHS director said, we have a new COVID playbook that has listed in all the future variants that are coming out. And wow. they, they then turn it over to the CDC's director, Walensky, and said, what are you guys doing as a part of this COVID plan- pandemic pandemic playbook? Uh-huh. And you know what her response was? We at the CDC are increasing our wa- wastewater surveillance testing sites from 400 cities in the United States to 647. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, y'all should be leaving our water alone. Yeah. Everybody yeah. should be warned. Everybody should be warned. 
The CDC has testing, they're testing our water, doing something with city water and have been since the beginning of the pandemic, but they didn't wow. even tell us the data that they were doing that till September of 2020. And they're still doing it. Now they're increasing it because they do not think this is going away. Then they turn to Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci, what's the NIH doing with this new COVID playbook and all the new variants that are coming out? Do you know what he just said? Mm. Last Tuesday night, he said, we now have protocols and systems in place that for every new variant of COVID coming out, we can start manufacturing and distributing brand new variant-specific vaccines every 100 days. Wow. That's crazy. Operation Warp Speed in nine months created horrific side effects with these shots that were never long-term tested. Now, Anthony Fauci's coming out saying for every new variant, we can do a new vaccine in 100 days or less. Uh, they are uh, not giving this up. This agenda is still rolling full force. Do not be distracted by the Ukraine. Well, one of the things I've seen that did come out of Ukraine, Putin was saying as of last week that they found laboratories in in Ukraine, and and the Biden administration set up said that's crazy. That's this. That's that. And then they just interviewed another lady that's in charge of that, and she said we do have laboratories in Ukraine, and and so here's Putin saying that they had COVID like. Uh, material in these in these laboratories. Oh, they do. If that is true, then and it was already being moved in Ukraine. We we can see everything that's been happening with Ukraine has been bad. But hold Brian, on, hold on. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go. Do sure. you believe the mass media is controlled? Oh yeah, no doubt. Really? I have not, not even a. I don't even have a doubt. In okay. My mind. Okay. I don't have a doubt either. All right. So. Why would the mass media be pushing out news articles about bioweapons labs in the Ukraine? Oh, yeah. No. Why? Why would the mass media want people to know that? <laughs> why? I don't know why. Why would it be important <laughs> that the mass media says to you, we found bioweapons labs that were being destroyed in the Ukraine? Why? Because they want to use it. They're, they they want you to think it's never ending. There's still bioweapons out there and you need to be yeah. scared to death. That's what they're doing. They just want you to be scared to death. They don't want you to think this is ending. They have no plans of stopping this until their agenda is complete. Well, and that's the, and I believe that agenda is depopulation. It is. That, that, that's, I, Number I, one. I, I'm just, you know. And to people, change I your think, DNA. I think people, yeah, I think people got to come out and say, well, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, and you get into the Nephilim story, that's what they were doing. The enemies always wanted to cha change our DNA. They are literally it, changing your DNA. A study just came out last month. Yeah. That they found in culture cells, when you put the mRNA vaccines in liver cell tissue, yeah. it literally got into the DNA and nucleus of every liver cell. Wow. Dr. Peter McCullough and I were talking about that in Pennsylvania yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I talked to Dr. Uh, Dr. Peter about the same thing. He said it's definitely uh, DNA modifiers. And this is what Moderna and Pfizer have said the whole time it's not doing. It doesn't get into the DNA. Yeah. We have proof that it does. Well, as soon as we get into that, we're, we're seeing something that the Nephilim were trying to do. So I got to figure it's got to be the same, same entities still trying to do it. Dr. Brian... It's been great to have you on, and uh, man, time goes so fast. I, I want to invite you back on another time being on another part of our show. Well, you're it, in high demand, because I've been at like eight conferences that you've been at, and yeah. I haven't ever been interviewed, Yeah, because you've been so stacked with great, great guests. We, we're, we're going. What we're going to do, we're actually putting up a channel in Houston that's going to be coming pretty soon. It'll be worldwide, and uh, but that channel is going to be more... Uh, geared not into religion that will have a religious side to it but it's going to be based in conservative uh, topics these type of topics that need to get out I've already talked to 
uh, many doctors about being part of that. And I, and I think once the word gets out everywhere, you know, people are going to wake up to it. People are really in a state of deception in the dark. So. I agree. So thank you, brother. Thank you for coming on to the show. We just want to thank all of our listeners um, out there at The Voice of Healing. Uh, hey, this is all about getting healed at this point because there's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up, get the word out, get it to our friends, loved ones, neighbors. Please stand in the gap. If you need any other information, how can people get in contact with you that would want some of the information that you have? I love the title of your show, The Voice of Healing. Yeah. If you want to get some real specific healing tips, go to thedrartistshow.com. It's T-H-E-D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com. If the NIH can put together a protocol of hospital drugs to kill you and vaccines to kill you, I created what's called the NIH cocktail on my website. Mm -hmm. NIH stands for Natural Immune Health. God did it better than what man's trying to convince you they created in the lab to make God's creation better. Yeah. No. Go to mm. thedrartistshow.com. If you want to subscribe there, great. We send out our interviews and all of the things we're educating people on. Amen. One topic after another to help people heal. Thank you. Again, Dr. Brian Artis, we just want to thank you for being on the show. For all our listeners out there, if you need to get that information, we also have it with us. We'll get you over to his websites and and uh, you know just help you out. Please, let's just keep all these things in prayer again. There's so much information that's coming out. This is growing. Uh, what I noticed that's happening here in California, it's becoming massive. Uh, we're actually just looking at what we're going to do in Houston with all this. So please uh, participate. Get involved. Get it, Get on your school boards. You know, make a difference. Doesn't matter if you've been a mother your whole life and just you know, you know, taking care of your children. This is really time to take care of people's kids. God bless you. We'll see you next time on The Voice of Healing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps The Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at one 877 440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.